From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 301 for the week of June 5th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan a perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disney 19, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Mulatto Willie, and Michael Bowling. And in this segment, Mary Jo and Nancy, or Nancy and Mary Jo, hmm, okay, um, <laughs> they continue their look. Okay. It is getting so late. They continue their look at the California Science Center, ladies. Woohoo! Yay. Yes. So last last time we talked about a little bit about the science center, but then a lot about the new Pompeii exhibit. So, what are some of the other things at the science center? Oh gosh, do you want to start, Mary Jo? Or oh, I? go ahead. No, okay. you go. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> <laughs> go sit at the gift shop okay, I'll be there. <laughs> while I'll, we talk. <laughs> Yeah, hold my purse and sit down and shut up. <laughs> there we go. Um, okay. One of the things that is, of course, classically huge about the Science Center is the fact that it is the new home of the Space Shuttle Endeavor. We can't say that enough. This is going to be the, probably the biggest reason most people go to the Science Center from here on out. At least for a little while. Um, is there any, and then anything when, interactive with the Endeavor, or you just see the big thing? And Actually, it's kind of cool. Okay. Um, one of the things you want to do if you're planning on you know, blowing Disneyland off on your day six, say on a Saturday mm-hmm. when it's the most crowded, um, realize that that's probably the most popular day for people to go to the California Science right. Center. So you definitely want to get your Endeavor reservation. Just just warning you, go online to CaliforniaSciencecenter.org and go to the Endeavor page. It costs two bucks, but get your reservations and make sure you do it ahead of time. Um, the Endeavor exhibit actually starts out on the, second, on the second floor of the Science Center. In fact, a good chunk of the Science Center is on the second floor of the Science Center. I'll just say that right now. Um... You enter in and you kind of, they have huge queues set up um, and a ticket taker at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the queue to make sure you're able to go in on your set time. And you will weave through a line. You'll weave past other exhibits. So keep in mind that there are other really, really cool things to be found um, which deal with environmental science on this second floor area. You will then weave downstairs. There is an elevator to take you downstairs. But you'll first weave through some galleries. You'll go into the main discussional exhibit about the Endeavor, um, which includes such things as its landing tires, its toilet, (laughs) (laughs) which is, is a child favorite. Let me tell you, that is totally a child favorite, is the space toilet, as well as the video discussing eating and toileting. So what's really cool is they set up little video exhibits with every sectional exhibit. 
And then on top of that, if you want to pay an extra five bucks a piece, is a toilet. No, no, it's an end, but it's an Endeavor simulator. Oh, and they have two big so you simulator can units. Being on the toilet. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, because you know when you're coming down for that landing, it's pretty much. It's an uh, explosive experience. <laughs> we actually did that. I, w- I took. Did yeah, you? I took my okay, nephews. we haven't done it yet with the girls. Pardon me, Nancy. We haven't done that part with the girls. We haven't. Uh, we didn't want to wait in the huge line to get into the simulators. I happened to go. It was um, the. I happened to go on a good day. I took my nephews, I think it was a Sunday, and although there were people at the Science Center, there weren't, it wasn't super crowded, so we had no line. We got got right in um, and to the simulators. So I think it sits four people in each one, or six people, either four or six people in each one. It's six. Okay. It's six, because I remember thinking, how did all those people fit in there? It almost looked like eight. The way this one family came out of it, but yeah, and they've got two of them, so that they keep filling yeah. them up, and so we we really enjoyed it. We I think we did most of the um, extra things you could do there, like they did the hurricane simulator and the endeavor simulator. Yep, there are lots of fun um, extras at the science center, so be prepared for taking you know spending two bucks here, two bucks there four bucks here, you know, little pricings that'll add up later on. So that even though the Science Center itself is basically free, like we mentioned on our last episode, Tom put a link to that first one on our show notes. Um, But yeah, there's little extra things that will cost you, which is fine because they're, um, they're certainly doing a lot of efforts and improving a lot of things right now. Plus they want to get the Endeavor to its permanent home. Oh my gosh, and what a home that's going to be. So once you get through um, the basics and the very, very cool movie that you have to, on this, when you're going through the second floor, you have to stop and watch the movie before you leave for the actual endeavor. Um, because that movie is them hauling it from the airport, from its landing, all the way through the city streets. It's a time lapse of getting it to the science that was a cool video it's an awesome video and you get to see how much that really meant to the citizens of los angeles to watch that thing come through it it was amazing it was such the the most fun time-lapse video i think i've ever seen um then you're gonna head downstairs and like i said there's an elevator that will take anybody that needs it down um to the first level which is to the entrance of the hangar where Endeavor is currently living. And they have some amazing exhibits in here, too. Yeah. They've got the, um, the, the in-space laboratory that can be taken on and off of the shuttle craft and placed in the bay. Um, they've got the boosters in the back. Is it the boosters or the engines? Uh, those are boosters, right? Yeah, they were the boosters. Aircraft. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, plus, they have an entire wall of a timeline and missions and galore. I really like that, um, the timeline that showed all of when they the program started and all the different shuttles, right, and the missions that they went through up to present time. So. And they have docents all over the place. 
Um, one Dawson wanders around. They actually have um, tiles from from the shuttle that you can feel and understand about the tiling on on the on the craft. Um, and then un- you can walk underneath it. You can walk around it. The best photograph of it is taken from the entry corner. Yeah. I would say. Because it's so huge. Because you can actually... Pretty much, yeah. So when you walk in the building, your best photo opportunity, just kick to the corner in your on, at your right, and that's your best shot. Um, the other corner is kind of blocked partially by the, um, the future home exhibit and the gift shop, so you won't get as much of a perspective from that corner. But the new exhibit is going to be amazing, so donate whatever you can through this point to that because it's going to be beautiful. They're actually going to put the shuttle um, attached on to some simulated rocket supports and they're going to display it upright and they're going to have multiple tiers of viewing level where you can stand it, you know, you can walk up to it in like five five different stories of, of viewing platforms which is going to be neat. Plus, they're going to bring the rest of their aircraft in to hang in this particular building slash wing. So it's going to be a really nice exhibit area. One of the things I liked about it... I'm sorry? How how soon is that going to be built? When they get the funding. Okay. There's no timing. Got it. Yeah, there's no timing right now because it's a lot of funding that needs to be collected. This is a multi-million slash billion dollar project, probably. Yeah. One of the things I liked about the Endeavor was that they didn't really clean it up. So you can see all the wear and tear that it got from entering the atmosphere. And you look at that and you just, I have to marvel at the ingenuity that these engineers had to create such a vehicle that would take our astronauts you know out out into space and back in safely because when you look at it it's it's pretty beat up and that it was able to do this more than one time so and they they also explain how the heat shield works they explain um there's these little holes in them they explain about this sealant that they put in there it's not a sealant but it's a liquid that they put in there to help protect it and other things. And what it sits on right now, it, sit, it sits on these, I think there are three stands, and the, sa- and the mm-hmm. stands have um, something in them. I won't say a gyroscope. It has something so that if there's an earthquake, the shuttle remains, it, it rolls with the earthquake, so the shuttle won't, they yeah. won't break or anything. So just so much um, care and effort was put into the exhibit, even though it's temporary. And it's so well done. So that was, and one of the things I liked about it too is, I don't know if you did this, Nancy, but they have it where you could take, get the um, Endeavor and see an IMAX movie. Yes. And we saw the one with the International Space Station. Did you see that one or another one? Right now they're running the Hubble, the Hubble right. telescope movie. Mm-hmm. So that's the one. We didn't see the actual initial Endeavor movie. We've only seen the Hubble and the role of the space shuttle in the Hubble and all that. For the space uh, International Space Station, it was similar in that they showed the role of the Endeavor 
with the International Space Station. And that was amazing. It just gives you another appreciation for the shuttle. So I imagine it was the same thing for the Hubble, Hubble telescope. Yeah. I just fascinating, yeah. just fascinating. And keep in mind they they run multiple um, multiple movies. Um, I think they're showing three different ones a day at the science center. The current ones are Animals of Madagascar, the Hubble, and one oh, and the one that's linked to the Pompeii exhibit on um, on basically devastation of environment or something like that. Um, so be. Which I will give you in a second. What would what would you um, recommend, Nancy? I would I think I would prefer the Hubble over the other two. But what do you think would be a good IMAX movie to see if you're going to the science center? The, the Hubble, if you're fascinated with space, the Hubble 3D movie is phenomenal. I mean, it really gives you a great education on formation of the universe, what the Hubble was actually put up there to show us. So it gives you some idea of what they're looking at and what they're trying to understand in the universe. Um, If you were more into the Earth, Forces of Nature is the one that's um, there to kind of relate to the Pompeii exhibit. The Forces of Nature talks about natural disasters from tornadoes to volcanoes to to you name it. That would be more of if you're more of a, a geoscientist. Um, if you're a kid that likes fuzzy animals, then I would go for Madagascar. <laughs> Frankly. Now, there's another one, um, Flight of the Butterflies, which they're saying experience the most incredible migration on Earth. And, of course, it's all about the monarchs. Oh, that would be And neat. one man's search to unravel its mysteries is what they're, they're uh, labeling it as. But that kind of, sounds kind of cool, too, if you're into that sort of thing, if you've got a butterfly lover amongst you. So what are, but, some, so what are some of the other popular things to do or don't oh my gosh. at the Science Center? Okay, the um, like I said, when you walk on the second floor, you've got the environmental science, you've got the environmental um, conditions galleries, which talk about things from deserts to the polar north, um, to the oceans, the reefs, you know, just every single climate you can imagine. There's a great exhibit on. Uh, on the earth, on decay, um, which is, the decay one's actually pretty fascinating, because you can kind of watch a high-speed film of, you know, bacteria and maggots decaying. Yum. Yeah, it's, but it's actually really, done really, really well and really cool. They have multiple PlayStation areas, um, and what I mean by PlayStation is not computer game type playstations but they are um station they call them discovery zones and they are kids play and learn areas and they're kind of themed to whatever areas there's one up on the third floor in the communications wing um there's one in the in like i said the section that deals with the earth and environmental sciences and the different um geographical regions of the earth and there's another one where the heck is that one anyway there's three of them in the building 
And those are great for younger kids. You have to have a younger kid in order to go in. But there's great hands-on exhibits. There's also science labs. Another one of our favorites is the biology. Oh, yeah. The biology section, the life sciences section, which has great um, exhibits on the different systems in the human body, the auditory, the gastrointestinal, um, the brain. They even have, of course, cute little baby chicks and a hatchery. Uh, And the biggest thing is Tess. They're giant animatronic. um, Tess is very hard to explain. How would you explain her? I didn't see Tess. You've never gone in to see Tess? She's... She's 35 feet of introduction to all of the biological systems, the nervous system, the respiratory system. And so it's a, you can tell it's almost a wonderful little project that somebody who must have been affiliated with Disney, like as a previous animator or something, must have been involved in its creation. And you sit up and around her. Lily was scared of her the first time we went in. Uh, that was a couple oh, years ago. I know what you're talking about now. It's And Lily was absolutely terrified of her because she was so huge. Yeah. Plus, you're seeing her but, guts and everything. Well, that's being... Well, it wasn't so much about the seeing the guts. I think it was just kind of odd and creepy. Um, but she really enjoyed it later on. So it just takes a while. But that's Tess is free, unlike the one or the one type of system at the Chicago Science Center, the Museum of in- Science and Industry, that is you know charges extra to go into it. Yeah, she's um, a fifty foot body simulator. That's right. So. Tess is very hard to explain. Go on the website. They actually have a picture of Tess, and you can see what we mean. Um, what are some of your other favorites, Mary Jo? Oh, I love the um, the aquarium area, the aquatic. Yes. That one I thought was really neat. Great exhibits on how to be a different, like on the wild, on the uh, reef life and the marine life, yeah. and how how being a marine life in each of those sections work. They have a touch pool. They have fish. I mean, things you wouldn't sort expect of a mini to aquarium. Be in the science center they have there. Yeah, and then on up on the third floor is where they usually have the big exhibit hall, but they have some. Other stuff on the third floor, and that was that communications on the third floor. Oh, and of course the um, the high wire bike. Oh yeah, <laughs> we made Ian do the high wire bike. I was going to do it, and then they said you don't have tennis shoes on. It's a bike. So on if a, you want to take, go ahead. It's a bike on a cable yeah. with a trapeze net underneath it on the third floor of an open atrium. Do the math. And you have to ride it. They have hand. They have handrails. You ride it backwards after you board it. Then you ride it forwards. Then you ride it backwards without a, without holding on to anything. So it's a it's about balance and gyroscopes. And they've never had anyone fall off onto the net. They've had people drop things, but they've never had them fall off. So that's good to know. But Ian ended up doing it, so we took pictures of him. But up on um, that floor, they have communications, they have structures, they have um, they have transportation. So transportation shows you different 
how wings work in an airplane. It shows you how cars work. It shows you how wind blows sails in a on a sailboat to get it going. And they That's have right. practical exhibits that you can actually um, that you can manipulate. They have solar powered cars, so you can race with somebody to make them go around. So that room, just about every room has something that has hands on exhibits yes. that you can where you learn and they have explanations that are either going to be everything written, but they also have auditory that you push a button and it explains what you're looking at. So there's a lot to do. And on that floor also, they have the discovery room. Yep. Um, which is for, which is for little kids where they can just run around and there's a lot to do in there and they have docents in there also to help explain things. I thought it was just really Mm -hmm. well, well done. Yeah. Now, also on the first level, they do have food. They have the Science Center cafeteria, and then they also have a McDonald's. You are also welcome to bring your own food. You can sit inside and eat it, or you can... Or there's plenty of picnicking areas outside to eat. Um, We were very impressed with the... Currently, their cafeteria is under rehab, but... What they've got set up is a temporary station, which is a bunch of coolers with grab-and-go, as well as um, prepackaged snacks, um, bag snacks. They have pretty much anything you could possibly dream of, including uh, bars for special diets. Anything for any dietary restrictions accommodated. There are about seven different kinds of salads, uh, five or six different kinds of sandwiches, Drinks of any variety imaginable. They had ice cream. They had nori snacks. Um, they had... Culturally, there was anything you want. They had fresh fruit, yogurts. Um, and then- just really good choices. The McDonald's menu is limited. You can't get, like, a latte or anything, but you can get um, an iced coffee. Things like that. And then what about the gift shop that they have there, too? There's so much Oh, I in love there. their gift shop. Mm-hmm. Now, they have a gift, like we said earlier, they have a gift shop for, um, on our last show, we have a gift shop for Pompeii, as well as the main gift shop. And there are things from every single specific. Now, there's a, a special gift shop set up for just Endeavor merchandise alone. And space program, there's books, there's the usual space ice cream, um shirts replicas models um even the first lunar lander there's replicas of that you know there's just everything for pin collectors there are pins um for for any of the space shuttle stuff um this they have life sciences things they have books they have any kind of homeschooling educational stuff you want they have cosmic candy they have plant growing astronomy um do-it-yourself electrical type things crystal growing yeah they have plus all they the have nice toys quality and items everything. and they have junk items you know like any yes any um gift shop so but it's fun to go through there and and explore because there's some things that you wouldn't find in any other store either. So, yeah, I would I would hardly recommend um, a trip to the gift shop. So, how long would you because say it would take to 
to be at the science see center. everything. Would you call it a full day, three quarter day? It depends on what kind of a museum goer you are. If you have kids who are really super hands on, um, older, you know, preteens, fifth grade and up, you can make a full day of it. Younger ones, not so much. Zoe pretty much does about five hours and she's done. It's a long time for a kid in a museum. Or four hours. You know, it just depends on, on, it depends for her on how we go through it. Because, like I said, there's so many kid-centered activities. If they can read... It's going to be a lot easier on them. They'll be they'll be more engaged. One thing I noticed is there were there were some families there, and it was really neat to see parents explaining so many of the exhibits yes. to their children. I really I love seeing the dads explaining things to their to their kids or grandfathers and grandmothers explaining. And the kids, when you do that, when the parents take the time to explain what the, what they're doing and why you're doing how, how something works, the kids end up appreciating it they're not just clicking the button and running away they're looking at it with their eyes are opened i'll just put it that way and the science center offers that opportunity for families to to learn and explore now at another point in time we'll um we'll probably do a segment on the discovery cube which is the santa Ana orange county science museum and that one as compared to this one, they're almost two different museums. Sure that they discuss style, a mean? couple of... The, hmm? Different style, you mean? Well, they're the same style. They're very engaging and very hands-on, both of them. They just seem to have slightly different focuses, and they explain things differently. They're, it's Once we get into you'll kind of understand, but they take, and they take the lesson to different levels gotcha. now, in from different angles. No, we talked about this on the last episode, but remind people where the California Science Center is. It is just south of downtown. Um, it is an exposition park, which is off of the 110 freeway, just south of the 51060 interchange. Um, you will want to um, take the 5 all the way to the 110, and you'll want to go south. Wait, wait, wait. Exposition. Gonna, wait. I, I have another way to yeah, get there. No, tell you what. Scratch that, scratch that, and Mary Jo will <laughs> explain it all. Okay, so let's go back to the beginning. and Mary Jo, you've got the best directions. Go for it. The best way to get there is to take the 5 to the 91 to the 604. Let me think. Five to the ninety-one. Like you're, you're, just like you're going back to the LAX airport. If you're going that way, you no take kidding. five north, ninety-one west, six o five north, one o five west to the one ten north, and that kind of zigzags you up to the science center. Um, another way you can go is just take five to the ninety-one to the one ten, and. Because if you take the five to the one ten, it's gonna you're gonna have to backtrack. So the quickest way is five north, ninety one, one ten. And when you get off, there's two places to park. Nancy got had she got the directions right away. You, there's a parking structure and there's 
outside parking. If you're going to park at the science yes. center, you want to park in the parking structure. And yes, go ahead, Nancy, with the the way we always go is we get off at the exposition park exit and we go west on exposition park and the first major interchange you're going to come to is Figueroa. And you're going to see the corner of the Science Center from there. You're going to see a big, giant United plane if you look just to the left. That's going to be your indication that that's the way you need to turn. So turn left, and then you'll see the entrance about 100 yards in front of you. You'll enter and make a right turn into the exposition. You'll come across a parking uh, parking attendant. That parking is $10 cash. So please remember if you're going to the Science Center, bring cash for the parking. Um, then you'll they'll direct you immediately to the right into the parking structure. That's the top level. If you want a shady parking spot, immediately turn right, go all the way down to the end and go down the ramp. And you'll have shady parking within an easy walk up, up to the structure. There's also an elevator that will take you to the top level and a simple walk into the Science Center from there. Very cool. Oh, and make sure you stop at the lever which picks up the truck. I have no idea. I didn't even know there was a lever that picked up a truck. Oh my gosh, it's great. It's one of those levers that you get three or four kids to sit on on the end and it'll um, and it picks up a truck that's on the other side. It's all about levers and balance principles and and it's one of my kids' favorite things to do even though they they don't weigh enough yet. <laughs> But it also shows, like, you know, there's, like, different places to sit along the points. Like, there's a, a swing thing that you can sit on, like, closer to it and then farther out to the end. And shows how if you push down on the end, it's easier to lift. So, anyway, that's another cool outdoor exhibit. And then, like I said, you walk into the complex, the IMAX is on one side, and the Science Center entrance is on the the other Excellent. Any last words? We're good? Open usually till five. <laughs> they won't kick you out, but they will kind of close things behind you, kind of like Disney. <laughs> All right. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, Michael. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.